Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Sisterly Situations. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm Sherilyn. <laughs> ah, I'm Missy. <laughs> and I'm feeling a little goofy. We are closing out season two. Yeah, that's right. This is our season two finale. Oh my goodness. And what a season, several seasons it has been. <laughs> several seasons have passed over this season. Real seasons have passed, that's for sure. Seasons. And it has been a roller coaster of a year. It is yeah. December of 2023. Mm-hmm. I this is going to get aired, but this is when we are recording. It's going to get aired in December 2023. Is it? Okay, cool. Yeah, probably the day after Christmas. <laughs> well, we're going to shut down this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so Merry back. Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Happy New Year. Goodbye, 2023. Goodbye, 2023. And we're gonna take we're gonna take a little break, but probably only Are a we? week. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then hopefully this year or next yeah. year, twenty twenty four. Hopefully next year will be a little bit more solid. But we'll see because everything is still so crazy. <laughs> lives are an upheaval but yeah so I think we should we're also gonna we talked a little bit about possibly changing the format where we go from seasons since we're no longer following actual seasons and just be like it's 2024 and this is who we are right now here right now we have a few episodes that we have previously recorded that'll go that you're still going to be editing and working on but we're going to try to record and edit and get them out pretty quickly rather than banking them like we were Mm -hmm. before because you get excited when we record and then that's what you want to edit so it's hard for you to go back to something we recorded like eight months ago which is also funny because then my experience is that I do wind up having fun listening to the past recording also oh yeah it's all yeah, it's so much fun, but you don't do it. I have so well, I know. Because <laughs> it takes a not lot that time. I don't do it, it's that my schedule has it. changed drastically since we started this project. Yeah. And editing like one and a half hours worth of recording, even though I've gotten better at it, it still takes like a good three hours to edit one and a half hours. Um, That's why when we started this, I was like, I won't be doing that. So if we're going to do this. Well, and when we started this, I had no job, right? I didn't even have a part-time job. So this is what I was doing. And I was learning it and figuring it out. And it was like, I was kind of immersed in, in this podcast world thing. And I, so then I started working at the dispensary and I guess, honestly, like, It just depleted me, drained me of all energy for anything else because I hated that job so much. Um, And then, then I, oh my God, this is starting to squeak at me. Then I started working at Stretch Lab and now that's kind of become full-time and my, my schedule is packed. It is full. So what I was doing was I was editing during quiet times between clients and I don't have that anymore (laughs) I am 
booked back to back to back, which is a good problem to have because I absolutely love it. It's super fun and um, fulfilling. Mm -hmm. And like, even on days where I'm like, I don't feel like doing anything. I want to go to work and I enjoy it. So that means I'm doing the right thing there. But anyway, so my life has changed drastically. I know. I know. I agree. Love you, but about time that you feel like that with your job situation. Well, I felt that way prior to uh, living in California. (laughs) You did. That's true. Yeah. I felt that way teaching yoga full time and at multiple locations. And this is driving me fucking crazy. The squeaking. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know why it's doing it all of a sudden. Hi. Hey. Are we starting over or did you hit pause or stop? I had just hit pause. We can just keep going. We had a a technical. We had a technical difficulty. We had a little technical. A little technical. I did. I had a technical difficulty. Cheryl is fine. The last time we tried to record, it was me. I was That's completely true. like That's not true. getting anything sound wise. So we're just makeshifting this. This is going to be, I really hope that this sound isn't horrible. I'm so sorry if it is, but I'm in like an open space and not using any microphone. I'm literally just using the computer because the soundboard was squeaking in my ears. And, um, like, like that, like that microphone too close to the headphones kind of squeak, you know? And so I adjusted things. I plugged and unplugged and I spun the plug and I unplugged everything and plugged everything back in. It was just nothing that I know how to do was working. (laughs) So, and I know I really know basics. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of thinking maybe I need a better soundboard um which maybe can be a goal for 2024 but yeah anyway I got real frustrated and I had to go take a break and get some coffee started on the coffee maker because I am an emotional person and the little things bother me more than they should uh song came to mind do you know terry clark's emotional girl Mm-mm. emotional girl sometimes i laugh sometimes i cry sometimes i do both and i don't know why <laughs> i must have heard that around you or something i recognize yeah it was out when you were like a little kid when it came out um you have been little 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 but i i love that song because i think about it all right when i'm feeling like my emotions are all over the place I definitely sing that to myself oh I'm I'm PMSing I'm PMSing that's why I'm so fucking frustrated I also hate my life and so things piss me off more when I hate my life because it's not and we were just saying how you like your job though and you like going into work I love my job, but I, I'm very unhappy where I live and with my home life and everything, honestly, everything outside of work, I am, I am very unhappy. I'm just going to say it. 
I'm unhappy. You're allowed to feel that way. Your feelings are valid. <sighs> okay, so we're going back and forth here. We stopped recording because we're getting frustrated with each other. She's getting mad because I'm not saying enough. Listeners get mad because I say too much. So I'm trying to be like, and now we're laughing at each other because it's like, so when are we going to record? Because we're not in the headspace to record. I'm frustrated with this and I'm frustrated with this. And we're like T minus three days to Christmas. So I pick up my daughter today and it's literally going to be like 95,000 different things trying to maneuver to be, to put on mommy magic for Christmas and which is why this holiday season is so fucking stressful and it's like well we have to record because we have to put something out before Tuesday and this is why we were banking episodes because it's so hard with a time difference because for you it's hard in the mornings for me because and because you have like a million different things that are part of your morning routine it's also I have million things that are part of my morning routine and my head is already punishing myself for not waking up early enough to accomplish all of the things that I feel like I need to accomplish and I don't know what I can throw out and what I can make better but that is my problem that I have to deal with and I I always feel like I'm always feeling like I'm strapped for time and that's not a good way to wake up. Like I have to learn to accept and love myself through this process because I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind and that's not fair to you. Like when, when we sit down here, I'm not, cause to be fair, I'm actually not frustrated with you. I'm frustrated with life. Yeah. And I, I I get that because then we're ta- we were talking about like when can we record again and you're saying well what about nights and evenings well we stopped doing that because i got exhausting for me particularly like after i put guinevere to bed like i'm done the bedtime routine okay so like i love 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 being a mom i love my child very very much but i am not cut out for the bedtime routine like the bedtime routine she's fucking 9 why cannot why is she not old enough yet that she can just go to bed. Why is it got to be an hour or two long production to get her to go the fuck to sleep? Like she's tired. Go to sleep. Let me do. It shouldn't be. And I am definitely someone I'm like, okay, I'm done. I check out and I'm done. And I don't want to owe anybody anything for the rest of the day because I'm usually going from like six o'clock in the morning till nine 30 at night. I don't I don't have anything left to give to start recording at 10 o'clock at night. I forgot that that is why we stopped doing nighttime. Because the original appeal of this whole thing was you loved that we had a time difference because we could talk at night after you put Guinevere to bed. And so then we were like, ooh, let's use our nighttime conversations for podcasting. And then then it, we turned... <laughs> We turned our sister relationship at night, I guess, into something that we wanted to be productive. And that does take more energy. Yeah, because there are some things when we're venting to each other that it's like, yeah, but I don't want to record about that. Like, right, right. I don't want to say my kid's an asshole on a recording and how much I hate putting her to bed. <laughs> so like, do you I want me to cut that out? out? <laughs> I mean, because I, f- I feel like just... 
I don't want to do a half hour rant about it on a podcast. Okay. (laughs) You just that one sentence. I feel like there are plenty of people who are moms who can listen to this and be like, yeah, I get that. I don't want to make it sound like I don't like snuggling with my child at night because I do for like five minutes and then I don't want her touching me. Yeah, she's a tough one to get to sleep. She really is. She is because she's so tired and she'll be yawning because she is up and then she gets overtired and then she starts to get the giggles and then she's playing and it's like, but she wants me to be in there with her. And that's where I'm like, but you're not going to go to sleep as long as I'm laying here. Mm -hmm. So it's it's tough. I've experienced Um, that, yeah. So that's why we stopped doing nights. And then nights I didn't have her, by the time you called me, I was like, I had had a couple too many glasses of wine to drink. This was, get your weed, get your wine. I was going to say, so you were drunk? (laughs) I was getting goofy because by the time you called me, I was like, I don't have my child and I can unwind. And I've been whining for a couple hours. So I don't know how to solve this Saturday problem. Saturday mornings didn't work because your girlfriend was home and she was wanting your attention. And that was annoying the shit out of me because it was like, okay, I, ju- I mean, I just asked for one hour. So I know. Could- I agree. I think, yeah, I know. Um, I think that that maybe that. is a conversation I can have with her and maybe we can try to make Sundays work or something because- uh, that would be ideal if we could do Sundays, actually, like midday for you, mid-morning for me, after yeah. I've done my morning routine by taking my time. Oh, that was the trouble with that in the in the summertime. I would be like, well, now I'm waiting to record before I can go enjoy the weather and go have fun outside. So that was my fault because that was a summertime thing where I was like, but I want to go to Bush Gardens. And I'm oh, right. Like, yeah, that's right. I do remember that. Well, that became an issue on Sundays, but it's winter now. Yeah, we definitely did better recording in the winter. We started this in January. We started this in January. Okay. Yes. So, so really, we need winter and we both fucking hate winter and we need... <laughs> To be in Which is why this time. works because it makes it enjoyable. It gives us something to look forward to in the winter. That's true. That's true. It's helpful. Like summertime, let's go outside. Now. I know. I know. We need to be in the same time zone. Also, mm, this isn't working anymore. This isn't working. Come back east. I'm thinking about it. You're not happy anyway, so come back east. I'm not happy, so come back east. I miss you. I. You know, I would. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know if I would want to go to California, but I would leave where I am. Yes. Well. All right. So this is us having a real conversation, and listeners, yeah, just, just some of the behind the scenes for our closing episode. For... Yeah, we were just like, <laughs> like fuck it. Yeah. What are we going to record about? We're having an actual conversation now. Let's, Let's just hit record. Hit record. Let's do it. Because at least we're laughing laughing through the struggle instead of you're just staring at me. Oh, I know. At least we're not. Yeah, I mean, past Missy would have gotten pissy, pissy Missy, (laughs) and would have been like, "No," and hit stop and exited the call. See, look, we're growing as individuals. 
Yeah, this is growth. I, and I've been, I've been, I think my voice is just always harsh and I'm really trying to work on that, but I'm also like trying to work on when I know that I'm frustrated with something outside of the person I'm talking to, I'm trying to change my tone so that I can express my frustrations, but also not attack the person I'm talking to because I definitely don't, I like less frustrated with you than anything that's going on right now. Like you were the least frustrating thing. The only thing was like, Hey, respond. (laughs) That, and that is hard. Oh yeah. That is very hard because you have like feelings and your feelings are valid. So (laughs) you have like feelings. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. No, but it, it is true like and you're allowed to be frustrated and you're allowed to be like yeah i mean there's so many frustrating elements right now like where i live and the landlord situation and trying to keep my dog safe and your roommate situation yeah i don't even know what to say about that (laughs) listen there are situations in life and it's frustrating And we just have to figure out how to push through it because life doesn't stop because it gets frustrating. Yeah. Well, I also like have to, I'm the serenity prayer, honestly, is what I'm reaching for. Like I can change some things and I need the courage to change them. And I'm, I'm fucking scared of some change, but also- Courage isn't the absence of fear. It's the action in spite of fear. Said somebody much smarter than me a long, long time ago. I don't remember who said that quote. I agree. I mean, I don't know. I need to make some changes. I also, my shoulder has been bothering me. And the amount of stress that I'm under is definitely not helping my shoulder. So... I, I don't know. I that's just where I am right now at the end of the end of 2023. I'm real frustrated about my home life and where I live and I have opportunities but but to leave San Diego and I'm afraid to leave my job because I love it so much. There will be other jobs and things that you do love. I understand, but I just I got this one and like, I'm about to, uh, that I just got here. I, I don't want to, I don't want to give that up. I know. There's also San Diego was such a big dream for you for so long or like California. You were California. dreaming about California for so long and it has been such a difficult journey for you there. And so I think there's part of you that's also grieving that it hasn't been this dream come true that you wanted it to be and you need to give yourself space to go through the grief process it's gonna make me cry uh, oh is it gonna make you cry and feel feelings? right now <laughs> i mean yeah i know feelings are so gross ew but yeah <laughs> like you have to feel them and go through that because it's it's true. I mean, I feel kind of the same way about buying a house. And people were people have been like, I thought you were going to buy the house and you're just going to be so content and everything was going to be great. Like, 
This is what you had planned for forever. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, it's something I wanted. And now I did it. And now it's done. And I'm like, there's grief because the anticipation is a large part of the fun of it. Having it is kind of like, okay, I did it. Check. Now what? What's next? (laughs) Well, and for me, it was less of I did it check and more of obstacle after obstacle after obstacle. And like the house has been this has been like that, too. I mean, I moved in and the heat pump doesn't didn't freaking work. I'm $800 into the heat pump. And before I even pay my first mortgage payment, the sink fell apart on me, like literally on me while I was washing dishes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I get it. Obstacles. I mean, I mean, that's why I go to Jersey so much. I'm running away from all the obstacles that are here. I I mean, I get that. And for me, it's like it's not I, I, I just I never got the sense of accomplishment here. I have never felt like I've been I, I, I've been like when I first got here, it was couch surfing for a while because the apartment that I had lined up, the landlord was a creep and I was scared. So I was couch surfing. Then mm-hmm. the best phase that I had was during COVID when everything was shut down and I was living with Natasha, my favorite roommate ever. And that was, then it became about money because I ran out. I made a bunch at the beginning of COVID and then I I ran out of it. And then, and then like, I guess also during that point, I realized this morning, actually during my meditation, while things were okay, like right before I ran out of money, I guess I was bored and I met this guy and he created a bit of a roller coaster for me, a bit of an emotional whirlwind. And I was like, whoa, got to get the fuck out of this situation. And that was hard because he was crazy. And then, and then I met Jamie right away and and it was just, and then she went on deployment and that was like I thought I was taking it slow with her and doing it the right way but I was falling in love with her right away while we were while she was on deployment and while we were like having basically an, an internet relationship so then and then we she and I have been through a lot and haven't talked about oh, anything I guess probably between her and I in the on the podcast but it has been hasn't been boring. It has not been boring. And it's been, it's been ugly. I, 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 it has been hard. A lot of stuff has happened between us. Nobody is perfect in this situation, but she and I have gone through phases of fucking hating each other. And we have treated each other mm, (laughs) suboptimally. Suboptimally. I'm really trying to keep it podcast safe. Uh- <laughs> there, there's there's a key thing in there though that really triggered a thought with me is you said, I guess when things were really good, I got bored. And we've noticed with our podcast when we talk about like our trauma year or we talk about like the resentment episodes and things, how they do so well. 
I was going to say, our listeners are not helping. <laughs> our listeners are like, oh, we thrive off of your trauma and your your lives are not bored. I had a boss once when David, my brother, found me and I announced that on a meeting one day and I was just like, so randomly I met my brother and the, my boss was just like, Charlene, your life is just, it's not boring. <laughs> <laughs> Because random shit is just like, what? We've had a lot of different things happening in our lifetimes. And so when things are good, it's a trauma response. We don't know how to like be happy and be content. We've never learned how to do that. We've learned to laugh through the pain and find love in the trauma. We can handle that kind of situation, Uh but we are not good at... Oh, things are good right now. <laughs> yeah. There was one little and slice of self-destruct button like, oh, look at this. You know what, though? This, motorcycle. Time, this time I didn't. I, I had a sliver of time over the summer where I felt content. And I wrote about it in June. I can I remember. Well, and I read and I saw came across it recently. I was feeling so content. I was also terrified about feeling too happy about being content because the uh, like scared of the other shoe dropping. Right. So, but right. there was this like slice of time and I was like very <laughs> conscious and aware of it. And I was like, okay, let's try not to feel any extremes. Let's not like do anything crazy. Let's just try to exist here. And it was going really well for me. And then by complete and total accident, I found something that my partner had been lying to me about and it blew up my world and I was very upset. And since then, I have been sad, anxious and attracting chaos. Just the dog situation, which I'm not going to go into on here, but- Not the dog (laughs) during that time of contentment too, to add a little bit of drama. And I have a dog, I've got to train a new puppy. And No, the dog I had gotten way before that slice of contentment. So yeah, I had already had her for like six or seven months by the time that slice came and very, was very happy with her. It's been almost a year. Yeah, we got her like, well, she showed up here like- right before new year's eve right between christmas and new year's eve because we rang in the new year with her i have a picture of me fall asleep on my belly trying to wait for the ball to drop on the east coast by the way and i was falling asleep on west coast time before the ball dropped. anyway so yeah there was that slice of contentment what I was saying, I guess. And then, yeah, things got blown up. And, and I, so I didn't help hit the self-destruct button. That's good. I, I accidentally came across something that destructed me, but I guess my self-destruction part where I can take some accountability there is that I let it and I have not made any good, significant changes to get out of feeling sad and depressed and anxious and and frankly irritated I'm just so irritated Mm -hmm. so Merry Christmas so we're gonna make some changes in 2024 we're gonna find the courage and make those changes I would like to I would like to I would like to stop being so stressed out about time and not having enough of it I don't know what that's about maybe all the 
deaths I've experienced in my life. So I, yeah, moving into 2024, I'd like to 30. make some changes. I think I went through a lot of that, like, there's not enough time, there's not enough time in my 30s. I feel like my 30s, I spent a lot of time just being really aware of time. So stressed out about time. My birthday's coming up. I'm being 39 and I'm just like, I'm out of time. Like my life is over. I'm out of time. My life is over. <laughs> I had the last nine years to get my shit together and it didn't fucking work. So I'm out of time. It's been really helpful for me to like pay attention to people who got like came into their success in their late thirties and their forties all the way through up until their fifties. That has given me a lot of, cause I never had the thing where I was like, by 30, I want this by 35. I want this. I like never had that. But then all of a sudden when I hit 31, it's like, what are you doing with your life? Where's your success? How are you still in this position? You're 31. You should be way ahead of where you are now. And I'm like, wait a minute. There are so many people whose lives didn't start. I mean, they already had a life, but they're like success didn't happen until like 40s. And that's okay. Because your 30s, I feel like you spend trying to answer all of those questions. Like you have that wake up call. Your 20s, you're fun, right? You should be having fun in your 20s, hopefully. Sure, they were a blast. They're fucking blast. Yeah, I mean, you look back on them fondly and be like, you know what, I had some good times. I had some good times, yeah. <laughs> it was tumultuous at times, and, you know, that was a little questionable. Lots of bad judgment, but I had some good times. Yeah. You look back at it with nostalgia. Like, during it, it fucking sucks. You're broke all the time, and it's hard. No, and- no not nostalgic. Oh, I'm not nostalgic. But it was good. You'll get there. It's You're only 31. Give it, oh. a, <laughs> give it another decade and you're going to be a little bit more nostalgic about, I did have some good times. It's all good. I got through it. Bad decisions were made, but it's all good. Yeah, We I had some fun. That, I actually remember that I had some fun, but. We lived some life. Okay. Yeah. We lived yeah. some life. It was all good. We made it through. Now, in your 30s, you're doing that, like, wake up. What the fuck? Get your shit together. What are you doing? You don't have time to just, you can't dick around. Also, your body starts telling you, hey, you're not 20 anymore. You can't do these things that you used to do. Your body starts hurting in ways that that you're not expecting. Your doctors will also start being very nice to you and and have that sentence. Well, you know, you're at the age where, and that's always fun. The only doctor I like is my eye doctor because he's the only one who has anything nice to say when he says you're at the age where. And the nice thing he says is your eyesight shouldn't change very much. You shouldn't be having drastic changes in your eyesight at this age. <laughs> I'm like, that's the nicest thing anybody's said to me since I turned 35. Thank you. <laughs> there is a lot of like, you got to answer some of those questions. You got to figure it out. And there is a lot of time where it's just like everything. I'm running out of time. What am I doing with my time? How my, my time yeah. fucks you up. So well, bad. and then I'm also like, okay, now I've changed my mind about going to PTA school and I'm, I'm, I'm going to work towards my doctorates in physical therapy. And that is so much more time consuming. It's time than... consuming and it's such a bigger goal. <laughs> yeah. But let's be serious. Like, that's really what I wanted to be doing. I was taking, for me, it was like where I'm at now, like that I don't think I was taking I feel now that like I was taking the easy way out 
into the PT world by going to PTA. But really, it was just one of the steps towards leading me to where I really want to be. So it's not like it was a cop out or like I really was taking the easy way out. But that's like kind of how it seems from where I'm sitting now is that like that seemed easier and more attainable. Question. What? I want you to be able to finish your thought. But this is something that like I struggle with with like my MBA and the fact that I started it three, four times and haven't finished it yet. I intend to finish it in 2024. Check back next year and let's see how that goes. <laughs> um, but <laughs> let's see, because I've said that how many times? Not since 2020. 2020, when I dropped the last time, I, I have not said like, this is the time frame in which I'm going to finish it because I was like, no, nah, I have no fucking idea. It'll happen eventually. But <laughs> with setting this new goal of being like, I want to get my doctorate. Does that add more stress to you? Like, oh my God, I've wasted so much time because I wasn't working on that. Or can you appreciate like, no, I needed to fuck around and have that, like, I needed to do what I did to get to understanding what that goal was. Yeah. Uh, yes. I've had yes, both. both. <laughs> yeah. I've I had that too. But... I feel that way with Guinevere, like being a mom particularly like having her, I was like, oh my God, I love being a mom. And then I was like, oh shit, I wasted so much time not being a mom Mm -hmm. or then needing to heal from that relationship of not having another. And now I'm like, and time's up. Like I can't have any more kids. Like I'm too old to have more kids now. It's certainly not like the right way you can do it the accidental way like I did last time and don't want to do that so take steps to make sure that that doesn't happen but it's like to do to do it the quote-unquote right way there's not time for that the traditional way yeah Yeah, that's what I guess our listeners I I disagree I think you have time for that but like for me with the doctor it's gold my bone density would disagree with you I do not have the time to build another skeleton (laughs) I'll be have osteoporosis by 45 (laughs) okay well to go back to your question yeah I've had moments where I'm like I had I started thinking I should go to to PT school when I finished my teacher, my yoga teacher training, and I don't want this to come out the wrong way. My, when I mentioned this to my teacher, she had asked, well, what do you, do you want to be a PT? Is that what you want to do? And I was like, well, no, I want to, I want to teach yoga and I want to have all that knowledge teaching yoga. And she was like, you don't need that. And So I, so it was, she said, you don't need that because she had full confidence in me as a yoga teacher to do what I was doing and grow in the field from there. Mm -hmm. And it was not discouraging me from going towards those goals because now I've called her like a couple weeks ago and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go for for my DPT. And she was like, yeah. And she like celebrated it and like, Help taught me about uh, another kind of program. So I have moments where I am like, if I started it, then I would be, I would be done or almost done now. It depends on if they'll accept any of my bachelor's. What? 
It also depends on all of the unforeseen challenges and things. Yeah. Like if they accept what of my bachelor's degree are they going to accept if they do? Because I got that a long time ago now in like school world, in credits transferring world. Why are we making the same face? (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Uh, So anyway, the process even to start applying has been taking a long time because I'm doing a lot of research. I got to work backwards. I got to find the doctorates. Then I figure out what I need to qualify to apply for the doctorates program and then take those things (laughs) first and then apply for the doctorates program. So I'm looking at like, I don't know, I'm ballparking it, but anywhere from like five to eight years of school. And, the, and I understand that being like, oh, if I had started this a long time ago, I could be done by now. Yeah. So there's that I'm aspect. So further to it. I have been, and I just lost all this time to do that. I mean, I, I did that with my master's degree because, you know, when I started with my MBA, I was just like, I'm just going to get an MBA because why not? And yeah. then I was like, well, I'll get it in finance because I was working as an accountant. Well, I don't want. So I didn't really want to stay on the finance track. And then I was like, okay, well, I'll get it in IT because someone recommended it. And so then I started with project management the last time. But it was like, there are so many different ways that I went. And similar to you, I had someone who I respected and was older who had started their MBA and gave it up. And she had said something to me where she was like, you don't really need your MBA to become a VP mm-hmm. and get to this level or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can appreciate that. And then I said, which was probably not the most polite to her because she was older than me. But I was like, if I was like 50, I wouldn't get my MBA because I'd be retiring soon. But I've got at least 30 years left in the working field at 35. I've got 30 years left of the working field. So... I don't need some 20 year old little shit coming in and make it and being my boss and making more money than me because they got their MBA right away. And when I'm 50 and I didn't do it and I've still got 15 years to work for someone younger who has more certifications than I do. I think that's just so crazy about all that is you can't predict anything in that scenario because you see both. In high up position years span, and you're trying to guess what it's going to be like in 30 years. I mean, but I remember being the little shit who came into the office making more money because I had my bachelor's degree and but no experience. (laughs) But I can under like I can understand being the the other woman in the office who was like 50 years old and had a lot more experience. And her being like, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to hire her and she's going to make more money because she has a certificate. She can't do the job yet. And so I remember how she felt. And I was like, yeah, I would probably feel the same way. Like I could empathize so strongly. Are you going to the bathroom right now? Yes. Relationship. (laughs) You don't need to take your computer and face it towards you while you're going to the bathroom. So sorry. (laughs) You're welcome. <laughs> I just, we, I don't have time to pause this because I have to end it soon because I got to go to work. No. So I was like, she's, I'm going to let her finish her thought and I'm going to pee. Nice. I just bring her That's with fine. me. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm going to finish my thought. So I, now I feel like I'm almost fit. I almost am that 50 year old woman and I haven't finished my MBA. And I know you're making a face at me because I just said I'm almost 50 and not even 40. You're not even 40. I, you're ridiculous, but I was just going to let you have that. It, it feels like I do still feel that pressure of like, there's not enough time. I wasted too much time. I don't have enough time left. I'm running out. And like that pressure and that rat race and then also balancing that with between like I have goals I want to accomplish I also have jobs and responsibilities that I need to do now and I'm raising a kid yeah that's That's, just so much it, it is a lot and it's it's hard and it's a struggle but the struggle is real and I'm not bored So I'm, and, you know, yeah. And I'm definitely not about to be bored taking anatomy classes because I love that stuff. Right. I'm so, going to be, it's not going to be And hard. if we're not bored, sure, we're stressed out. But if we're not bored, we're not hitting that self-destruct button and causing more trauma in our lives. Well, I'm moving forward and moving up in the world. And that is what I was trying to say is that I really, but, I haven't been, I've been aware of like, the fact that I do that. And I was like, let's stop doing that. Maybe let's try to be a little bit more healthy and like, enjoy the boredom. Cause that's not boredom anymore. That's contentment. And I, yeah. en- and I do actually enjoy it. So I'm in this weird place where I'm not comfortable in chaos anymore. I used to fucking thrive in chaos and be comfortable in it, but I'm I'm not. I I it's uncomfortable uh-huh. for me now. But I'm also not fully comfortable in contentment <laughs> because you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, I do this. I mean, like yeah. when I'm when I am home by myself and I'm like having fun and enjoying my house, I can't sit down. It's not like I can I just sit down and enjoy an activity. I can't even sit and read. Like I have my library now, the library that I've always wanted. I can't sit in here and read. I have I have to be like, there's got to be things that have to be done. I know. Because I can't just sit and enjoy my moments because yeah, it's like no, something's gonna something's gonna break if I just sit here. <laughs> yeah, I think what we have to realize is that whether we're sitting here and reading our book or out there and being productive, shit's gonna break anyway. That's just life. And if I'm enjoying when it's not, I might be better off handling the shit when it breaks more healthily. I, I don't know. It's a it's what I've heard out there in those self-help books and stuff. That's what I hear. It's what I hear. So I'm trying to get there. Rumor has it. <laughs> Rumor has it. So there is a better way to figure this out. So I think 2024, what our listeners can expect from us is us trying to figure that out. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe trying to figure out our new format too. If if we come up with a format, we will figure out when we can record and what we're going to put out there. Yeah. We're going to hear some of the stuff we have pre-recorded. So also if you hear updates and you're like, what in the world are they talking about with their lives? You could just be like, oh, that's something that was pre-recorded that yeah, happened yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Or two years ago, depending on what it goes <laughs> We don't have anything that's two years old. Okay. But by the time it goes out, it could be two years because we started recording. We don't have that much banked anymore. Good. Yeah. 
we're getting close know. to. I'm trying to take the pressure off. I don't know when you will get to editing the stuff we do have. Oh, planned, so we might sit thank there you. <laughs> Let me just say thank you then. Sorry. Yeah, stop getting defensive. I'm not. I'm not getting defensive. I was just trying to explain that we we, we really, we've gone through most of our pre-recorded stuff. That wasn't defense. That was excitement. We we're actually and almost done. That is exciting and nerve wracking because we also need to figure out now when we're going to record and make new content. Because we haven't really done that since before the summer or since summer because yeah. in the summer is when I really started to go after getting the house. And that's when my... Some of some stuff fell apart in my life. Yeah. And yeah. So we've had about six months to self-destruct uh, um, and react right. to our lives. So we we need to figure things out again. I agree. I agree. So okay, we're just going to record and put for. it out. What? That's what New Year's are for. Refresh. You just refresh. refresh. New intentions. Refresh. Yeah, and I think that for me, my new intentions here is that we are going to just figure it out and record along the way. Record as we figure it out. You, you guys will figure it out with us. I I wonder if people will be like listening and screaming, this is what you should do. <laughs> like, Probably. Those people need to learn to like and comment and share, yeah, yeah. participate on our social medias and let us know because yeah right let us know and also hopefully oh I mean that actually sounds kind of mean but hopefully there are people who are going through it also not that we want people to go through no, no, no. It, like, the trouble but hopefully you don't feel so alone alone like, it's yeah fucking thing to just be like I don't know how to do this and we're all just trying to figure out how to do it the best way we can right yeah. And honestly, I think that it's helpful to put it out from like two nobodies like us because I hear I listen nobodies to a lot. Like us. Well, because I, what I mean to say is that like I listen to a lot of celeb- celebrity based podcasts now and like yeah. they say the same stuff and it's kind of like and I try really hard not to think this way because it's really not fair to them. Like let me just be fair, let me just be honest, but like it's kind of like Okay, but you are fine. But you have the privileges that life affords you to be able to have a mental breakdown and to hide away for six months. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm skating by by the skin of my teeth. I don't right. And and so months. financially. I can't go on a retreat for a month and be like, oh, okay, I just want to get my life together. Like, I would not fucking love to. Like, don't get me wrong. Right. I would love to, but I cannot disappear from my life. There's not a team of people who are going to keep shit on the rails. I don't have yeah. a couple of going to make sure that nobody right. gets upset with me when I, you know, ghost everybody. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that that's what all celebrities do and say and blah, blah, blah. No. Like, but, but it's just, I just think it's good for two Joe Schmoes like us to put this stuff out there because life does have to go on in a really hard big way for us who are just your heart is broken you still have to get up and go to work well and when we're not financially off either like it's just that's a huge piece of it is because we're just we're also trying to survive so we're trying to survive financially and we're trying to survive emotionally and it's fucking hard 
It's hard. So, I have 99 problems and 89 of them could be solved by more money. <laughs> the other 10 I could solve could be solved probably by therapy. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. All right. I don't, so, I don't have the money for it. So there you go. <laughs> All 99 problems are our money. Really. money. I get that. I do. I do get it. It's okay. We all, we all end up in these situations and you know what though, we are strong enough to get through it and we will because we've gotten through a hundred percent of our bad days so far. That's a true story. And I think one of the big lessons that I have learned is you have to love people where they are today Mm -hmm. because not, not in spite of their past or conditional on the present or with expectations on the future. You have to see people. Everyone deserves to be seen and heard and loved for who they are today. And you have to meet them where they are. And everybody I know, there are absolutely things where you can say that this is something that is a disappointment and they can hurt you. And everybody's going to fucking hurt you. You're going to end up with your broken heart. And it's okay. Your heart's been broken before. You'll get past it. You're fine. You're tougher tough enough to take it and you can so love today and everybody's going through a battle that's all, that's all we can do beautiful i love you <laughs> i love you <laughs> and i love our listeners thanks for coming along this ride and continuing on the next one so happy solstice happy yule happy hanukkah Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Year. (laughs) All right. Love you. Love you. So that's our situation. Thank you for listening and joining us today. Please download and subscribe, like, and comment wherever you listen. Check out our website, sisterlysituationspodcast.com. And email us at sisterlysituationspodcast at gmail.com. Also, please check out my lovely sister's yoga website, (laughs) ConsciousYoga.tv. Thank you. Thank you.